how are you? I'm doing good, how are you? I'm doing pretty well. Alrighty, so welcome back to another episode of the Jersey Dynasty Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Joe. And I'm your other host, Ryan. And today, we are back with a new episode. We're going to be doing a nice little uh, week one recap, a little week two preview, and I think we're going to discuss some uh, fantasy football, too, afterwards. Yes, sir. So, uh, let's start off here with the week one recap. First off, uh, had the Thursday night game. I thought it was a great game to uh, start the season here. Yeah, definitely a great game. Came down to the wire. A mm-hmm. um, couple missed kicks, a couple turnovers. Um, surprisingly, the Bucks won the game. I think their turno- ter- turnover dif- differential was like minus three. Yeah. Uh, the Cowboys just couldn't convert. Like, on, like they could move the ball. And then it was like once they got to like the 25 or even the red zone, it was like pretty stagnant from there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, obviously Dak throwing 60 times is not ideal. Um, no, yeah. But against that Bucks run defense, it was going to be hard to get anything going. So yeah, I felt like that was a trend this weekend across a lot of teams. Was like they're like star running backs not getting a lot of touches or even a lot of opportunities for that matter. Yeah, there were multiple quarterbacks that threw at least fifty times last, uh, last yeah. week. I know T Law threw fifty times. Yeah, um, um, I think Carr had fifty. Yep. Um. I'm just trying to think of some other one. Like I know Wilson threw 37. That was just because I watched that game. Uh, off through 50 times. Yeah, they were down big. So uh, yeah, a lot of teams going aerial to start the year. Uh, I guess the one thing to note from Bucks Cowboys is uh, the Cowboys. You know, 20 years of Tom Brady in the league, 20 plus years, and teams still leave him too much time in the fourth quarter to to put together a winning drive. So. Yeah, at this point, it's just a foregone conclusion when you see like a minute, maybe like 50 seconds on the clock, two timeouts for Tom Brady. It's just a foregone conclusion. I mean, you know what happens. I I knew it was over in that moment in time. I've experienced it for my entire livelihood, uh, Tom Brady game-winning drive with a minute and a half left, so I knew it was over. But uh, now moving into the Sunday games here, uh, first one that comes up, we have Seahawks 28, Colts 16. Uh, let me hear your thoughts on the Colts from this past weekend. Uh, first of all, Carson Wentz was fighting for his life back there. Our offensive line looked real, real stinky. Um, mm-hmm. Definitely need to get our shit together before next week because we got the L.A. Rams and Aaron Donald coming to town. Yes, um, so, yeah, that was like an all-world offensive line for the past few years. And I know it's just week one. No need to overreact. But, mm-hmm. I mean, the Seahawks don't have a tremendously good defense. And then we were getting dominated at the line of scrimmage. Now, there's some... There's some questions with some injuries. You know, uh, Eric Fisher, who we signed, is still out. But mm-hmm. need to get it together quick. Uh, the beginning of our schedule is very tough, and there's going to be some games that we need to pick up against good teams. And if we fall down, if we fall behind early, it's going to be hard with the Titans in the division. Mm-hmm. Um, apparently Tyrod Taylor is an elite quarterback now. So, mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, you know, Seahawks, uh, you know, got to give them their credit. I thought they played a really good game. Yeah, uh, Tyler Lockett decided to have his one game this season in week one, <laughs> so it'll be interesting to see uh, how the rest of his season goes. But yeah, we also were without a week one loss, so, like for the no. Colts. And the Colts, like I believe the Colts have lost their last nine openers or mm-hmm. something like that. So it's just par for the course in in Colts land. So it's whatever. Uh, moving on to our next game here, we had, speaking of Tyrod Taylor, uh, Texans 37, Jaguars 21. Did not see this coming at all. Yeah, I think this game more speaks to how bad the Jaguars are than mm-hmm. to how good the Texans are. Yeah. Uh, yeah, just the, I mean, all of the washed running backs in the Texans' backfield seem to find the end zone. Uh, Tyrod mm-hmm. was making throws when he had to, using his legs a little bit. Um, yeah. Not much. I was watching Red Zone. Not many notable things happened in this game. I mean, none of these. Uh, both of these teams don't really have any aspirations for the playoffs or anything like that this year. So, mm-hmm. and then uh, I mean, you also look at it uh, on the Jaguar side here. Trevor Lawrence with a three interception debut. Yeah, definitely not an uh, ideal situation. Nah, that. having having your. Uh... Your young QB throw 50 times, three picks in his debut. Yeah. Definitely not the way you want to start off. You wanted him to get in more of a game flow with James Robinson, just be able to establish the run early and yeah, have him make the throws. Here. Have him make him throws when he needed to uh, when he needed to make the throws. But, yeah, um, J-Rob never really had a chance to yeah. get off 
get off the ground. Um, it felt like they were four drives in, and he had one touch still. It was like, yeah, he uh, he he caught a few balls out of the backfield, but um, they're definitely going to need to get him more involved to get T Law more comfortable. Because mm-hmm. when you're only focusing on the pass for a rookie quarterback, I mean, any veteran defensive coordinator is just going to be playing games with them out there, which explains mm-hmm. the three picks. But yeah. I'm excited to see what he develops into. I, I mean, Peyton threw like 26 picks as a rookie year, so it's not yeah. really anything. Some of those picks were bad, though. I have to say. Like some yeah. of some of the throws, like he was throwing back across his body, back over the middle, and it's like God. This ain't no ACC yeah, defense. It's not ACC defenses. It's not college defenses anymore. People are gonna make plays on that. So yeah, Trevor Mickey Mouse Lawrence has to play uh, against real competition now. Yep. Uh, moving on to our next game, we have Eagles thirty-two, Falcons six. Um, yeah, it's hard um, to say if the Eagles are legit or if the Falcons are that bad. The Falcons pulled Falcons thing. They start off on the first drive. They're dotting up to Calvin Ridley. I even turn to my dad. I say it's going to be a long day for this Eagles secondary. And then I I don't know what the fuck happened. I mean, they just kept cutting. Red Zone kept cutting to the game, and it was just like, yep, uh, the Eagles have the ball. The Eagles have the ball. Three and out for the Falcons. Uh it's another bad year for the Falcons. Mm, yeah. I mean, they do this every year where it's like, mm-hmm. oh, maybe the Falcons could be good or they could hang around in games, and then they just – they're confusing. Yeah, Matt Ryan's days are definitely numbered in Atlanta. I feel like yeah. I'm gonna get a, another top pick here. I'm great. This isn't a year, like, in college for, like, an actual quarterback. It's very strange. Like, 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 it felt like last year there were always, like, a few guys that you definitely know would have been first-round picks. This year, like, there will be first-round It's just Howell and, guys, but and Rattler, right? How Rattler, I think there's another guy. I'm not too familiar. Yeah, there'll be another guy from, like, a smaller school that creeps up throughout the season. But But give credit to the Eagles. I mean, shout out Jalen Hurts. Yeah. Everyone was questioning him all offseason. And I don't know why. Like, in the the few starts that he had last year, he beat the Saints, who were a tremendous defense. He was productive. He didn't make too many mistakes. I mean, I have no idea why why people were so – like unsure. I mean, obviously yeah. that those games don't tell you the whole story, but why are you, they they were so unsure about his ability when he proved it mm-hmm. that he had those that potential last season? But yeah, I mean, yeah, you know, I'm happy they kept they uh, stuck with him, stick with the young quarterback. <laughs> oh yeah, we're also talking about Jersey Dynasty bench warmer of the week, Jalen Hurts. Put some respect on that name. My bad, my bad. That stuff's awesome. We can talk about that a little bit later. Yeah. Um, man, I mean, they got like Eagles have like a fun team. Is the only way, like, Devonta Smith, Jalen, like, if Smith and Rager can get going, I mean, if Miles Sanders stays healthy, they they got a lot of fun pieces on offense, so. Kenneth Gainwell scored a touchdown? Yeah. Seems I mean, like he's taken Boston Scott. They hold on to both of them. Like, it's a fun team. And the NFC East is Doo-doo. potentially the worst division in football, so. Yeah, a lot of people were penciling in the Eagles for the seller. I mean, obviously, it's only week one. Anything can happen. The Jaguars won week one last year and didn't win a single game for the rest of the season. Mm-hmm. But, um, I mean, the Eagles' problem has always been, like, their secondary getting torched. I mean, absolutely torched by opposing quarterbacks, mm-hmm. basically, on a weekly basis. So, I mean, if yeah. they found a way to figure that out, then it should be dangerous with the offensive weapons. Devontae Smith, Jalen Rager, Hurts on the ground and through the air. should be fun. Right off. Moving on to our next game here. We got Chargers 20, Washington 16. Um, very strange game. Yeah. Like, I mean, first off, yeah, Fitzmagic get hurt. I think he's out. Yeah, he's going to be out a while. That was a, that was a hip thing. A chunk of time, yeah. So, uh, potentially Taylor Heineke's time again in uh, Washington. I mean, he did ball in the opportunity he was yeah, given. Unless, unless they sign Cam, which I don't think they'll do, but... Uh, depending on Fitzpatrick's injury, I mean, yeah, maybe it could happen, but might be in the cards. Um, but uh, Chargers were like it was weird because they were moving the ball well, but they couldn't find the end zone. Yeah, and I mean like, that that defense is stingy. Yeah, I mean Washington's defense did their job. It's just offense really could never get anything going. They had the Washington's offense too had some costly turnovers. I know Gibby had a yeah. fumble. Slow day for on Gibby. their side of the field and. Really, nothing else was moving for him. But uh, this, Justin Herbert didn't have the best of days. And that like the one weird fumble. I don't need, like you know you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. What the hell? That was a bad call. It was close. Like, it was. Clo- I mean, it was just so strange. Like the ball went 
15 yards downfield. Yeah, I feel like if they had called it an incomplete pass, then they couldn't have overturned it. Like, in my, like whatever the call on the field was, was going to have to stand. Yeah. In my personal opinion. I just don't understand how it how a non-forward pass goes 15 yards downfield. Yeah. Like, I mean, I can't even throw a football 15 yards yeah. probably, so. <laughs> there had to be some some sort of forward motion involved. Yeah. Whatever, not my team. I don't give a shit. Right, exactly. But Chargers, team to watch out for this season. I'm still yeah. sticking by what I was saying all along this offseason. Would saying, love to see Justin Herbert. I was saying Chargers, Rams are the teams to watch this year in both uh, respective conferences, so. Yeah, I that would be cool if we got an LA LA Super Bowl. Oh, that'd be so sick. Uh, moving and on. it's in LA, the yeah. Super Bowl. Is it in the new stadium too? Yeah. Oh, that would be. Sick. That would be nuts. Uh, moving on, next game here we got Steelers twenty three, Bills sixteen. Uh, story of another young quarterback struggling, Josh Allen. Probably, probably the worst game he's had in a while. This was a lame game. Yeah, like, it was like really, really so boring. The, the Bills were up ten nothing up until into like the third quarter, I think. Yeah, and then it, it was just like the Steelers script completely flipped. Deontay had that nice touchdown grab in the back of the end zone, and then they blocked the pun. And like before we knew, it was like twenty to ten. It was like that defense looks really good for the Steelers. Steelers yeah. Really good. They were making Josh Allen look confused, scared out there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, Steelers offense really couldn't get anything going too for the most part. Like. Yeah, Big Ben sucks ass. Um, yeah. I think he's gonna have a, have a, another like Big Ben esque season. A lot of picks, a lot, a lot of yards. People, uh, we're right about the Najee like potentially struggling a little bit. I mean, it's week one, so it's hard to tell. But yeah, everyone we- knows that Steelers O line is not gonna be that good. So yeah, they lost a lot of pieces on the O line. Rookie running backs also take a long time to. Yeah, I mean, look at Jonathan Taylor last year, and then yeah. like what was Cam the Akers. Losses? They they eased Cam Akers in last year. Yeah, takes a while. So uh, we'll be interesting to see how both these teams progress this season. I think Bills bounce back for sure. Steelers are going to be one to like keep an eye on like how they're playing. Yeah, I still think the Bills finish with a better record than the Steelers. Yeah, hundred uh, percent. Now we have probably the weirdest game of the weekend because it was flying under the radar for so long. It's the 49ers Lions game. Yeah, forty-one thirty-three. At one point, the game was like forty-one to seventeen. Fell out of reach. Yeah, that was um the the Lions were taking advantage of the uh the prevent defense that was being played and yeah. they were just eating up yards. Yeah, uh, Jamal Jones Williams, what a day. Yeah, Jamal Williams had a big day. So D Swift, both runners did. TJ Hawkinson had a big big day. I mean Jared Goff looked good, like to give him some and like during first prevent defense, but yeah, he's still Jared Goff is also the guy that if he's throwing 50 times a game, you are not winning that game. Yeah, but, I mean, they almost pulled it back. They had the onside kick they recovered. They had the Debo fumble. Like, they had opportunities to, like... Yeah, they almost tied it. I mean, the suspense was there. I mean, I think everyone besides 49ers fans wanted to go to overtime. But, it, like, they'd still need the two-point conversion and then it yeah. go to overtime. But it was still interesting to see. But the Lions are going to be oogie-oogie bad. Yeah. And the uh, 49ers, a lot of, like, weird things. Uh, Trey Sermon was a healthy scratch. Ayuk. Ayuk was wide receiver three. Didn't even get a target, I think. So No, they didn't even play a snap. Oh, jeez, did not even play a snap. Yeah, very odd. Yeah, very odd, but they still get the dub, so that's all that really matters. That 49ers backfield has always been super confusing yeah. anyway. Mostert got hurt in two plays, shocker. Yeah, and then it was, like, Elijah Mitchell and uh, Jermichael Hasty, right? Yep. So, uh... I probably don't want to go anywhere near the 49ers backfield in fantasy football. Yeah. Unless one be. of them, like, turns out to be that guy. I think it's the new Patriots backfield. Yeah. Who's out for the season? I think Mostert might be. Yeah, it wouldn't surprise me. Oh, Demarcus Lawrence also is. Or he's yeah, out indefinitely. Out. Yeah, he broke Broken his foot, foot in practice. Don't like to see that at all. Yeah. Hate practice not... injuries. He's, he's a dog, too. Yeah. Uh, so now we got Vikings Bengals. Bengals with a 27-24 win in overtime. One of the better games of the weekend. Your boy, Joey Burrow. Yes, sir. I LSU you connection. That was nice to see. Like, I mean, you you take a Jamar with a really high, like, first-round pick, and then opening day you get the old connection back. Oh, it was just – love to see it. Yeah, there were some decent holes for Mixon to be running through as well. I uh, had a good day on the ground. Mm-hmm. Broke off a few runs. So, I mean, I guess the offensive line is, is – serviceable for now yeah I mean, um, the Bengals whole entire team but I mean maybe it's just the Vikings like not being that good but they didn't look that bad like 
yeah, I'm not saying they're going to win the division or anything, but like I think they'll be better than what people are projecting them to be. Yeah, if you remember though, they were the Bengals were in like full control of that game, and then it ended up going to overtime. Yeah, so might be a might be another Bungles yeah. year, but I mean maybe another top pick yeah, for big, another year may not be bad for them. No, just to especially develop. if they can get like an O line or something. Or like, yeah, yeah, definitely any need sort to... of defensive skill position. Like I mean, because you you don't want just a serviceable O line behind your or in front of your franchise number one pick quarterback. You know, mm-hmm. you want to have a solid all world offensive line to protect the guy that is going to like yeah. carry you to the promised land you're hoping mm-hmm. but uh on the viking side i mean uh the more losses probably the better if we're boring gonna, team we're being brutally honest i mean you're like adam zealand big day from him um Really, it. Dalvin's yeah. got a bad fumble in overtime, which is kind of rare for him. I feel like. Do you think this is Kirk Cousins' last season in Minnesota? Hundred percent. How many? I don't uh, know if he survives this season. How many years are on that deal? Maybe like one more after that. I think it's one more after this one. Yeah. Yeah, that's a. I mean, the the price for QBs has gone up, but I mean, stinky deal. Yeah. That guy sucks. Oh yeah, he's not not good. I mean, no. The thing is, he's not bad enough to not like be a starting quarterback but he's also not good enough he's to like, he's like stuck in that mediocrity yeah. type thing he's in just like that like in between weird space where it's like he could be a starter he's too good to be a backup so like we're not gonna pay him that like you don't want to pay him to be a backup it's just, it's just like young ryan fitzpatrick yeah well put i like it but uh moving on next game here uh we have panthers jets uh a 1914 win for the panthers <laughs> Um, I can give my thoughts on this game. Yeah, Zach Wilson, he was solid. Like, I mean, made some throws. He he made throws. He stood in the pocket and he took hits. I saw a clip on Twitter of him stepping up against a like a D tackle running at him, hitting him in the ribs. He delivers a nice like forty yard throw down the sideline. One to Denzel Mims. Yeah, Yeah. Denzel Mims was one snap of the game was a forty yard catch, and now they're gonna trade him supposedly. Hey, nice. that's a, that's a 4D chess move. But um, no, like, I don't honestly, Jets, I didn't think we were going to win this game. I think we covered the spread, so that was pretty good. Yeah. Uh, the only thing that annoyed me about the game was Sam Darnold throwing a 57-yard touchdown to Robbie Anderson. If that didn't happen, it would have been a successful game. Yeah, you had PTSD there. Lots of PTSD. Amazing. It was bad. I was sitting in my room, and that ball was in the air, and I'm like, Robbie Anderson's going to be down the field somewhere. And yep. Wouldn't you believe it? But uh. It was nice. Like, it's one of the first times I ever got to watch, like, Christian McCaffrey play a full game, so that was pretty cool. Yeah, he's a demon. Yeah, uh, he, didn't, he, had, he didn't get in the end zone, but he had, like, 100 had yards like receiving. 171 all-purpose, or, like, yards from yeah. scrimmage. Might have even been more than that. Like, it was insane. Uh, but I think Darnold's going to be a good fit in Carolina. Like, the one – Darnold's never had, like, the weapons like he has in Carolina. Like, yeah. Mean, He's got deep threats. He's got always a dump down in McCaffrey. He's got a good running game with yeah. McCaffrey. He's got yeah. Robbie Anderson. DJ He's got DJ Moore. Moore. Marshall. Yep. I mean, I don't know. I forget who their tight end was. Might have been Ian Thomas. I don't even know. No, no, no. Terrence Marshall is their tight end, right? Is he? I thought he was a wide receiver. I don't know. Nah, he's a pass catcher. So yeah. He's tall. So Yeah. Um, And they're deep. Like, all right. Not saying Panthers are like a Super Bowl team here, but that defense is like built properly like they're all just fast man like they're running sideline to sideline it genuinely felt like there were three Shaq Thompsons out there it was insane yeah Matt Rule may may know what he's doing you know sometimes yeah. uh, the NFL is such an impatient league sometimes it takes a while to, to you know get things in place have guys in the same system for a couple years yeah. like that but um they know what they're doing that's all I gotta say I don't think they're gonna like go anywhere this season with it but they know what they're doing I think it could probably be like an eight and nine, nine and eight team. Maybe yeah, that's exactly what cards, I, was, right? I had them out. Yeah, like nine and eight probably. Maybe like if the rest of the NFC is that bad, are we back to a sixteen playoff or still rocking? The I think it's seven. Yeah, it's still seven. Yeah, I mean nine and eight could potentially be a seven seed. You never. Yeah, know. the NFC may be kind of, you know, a little weaker. Mm-hmm. So, could always happen. But uh, next game here, uh, last one, the one o'clock slate. It was Cardinals 38, Titans 13. Big shocker here, I feel. Yeah, yeah. Um, I took the the Titans plus like three and a, I, I mean minus three and a half. Yeah. I mean, Kyler I Murray. I was talking about that. 
Kyler Murray just was embarrassing grown men out there. Chandler yeah, Jones was making Taylor Lewan his bitch. Yeah, I mean, is it the Chandler Jones five sack game that's more notable, or is it the Kyler Murray make everything look like it's in slow motion for five touchdowns more impressive? Like, I mean, uh, definitely the five sacks. Yeah, that's an insane number in but, one uh, game on an All Pro left tackle. Yeah, but uh, Car. I mean, really, it's the whole NFC West. Like, yeah, I mean, you could argue for like the top. 13 teams in the NFL are in the NFC West. Boy, I would hate to be a fan of a team in that division. Yeah. Because you got to be going, like, you got to be going every single week to keep up with these teams. I mean, quite literally, to make the playoffs in the NFC West, it literally feels like you have to win all of your games, not against the division, just to have a chance. I feel like, and another thing with it, like, I feel like any of these teams could end up finishing in last place and first place. Yeah, like... Besides maybe the Rams, I think they're a little too good to be in last yeah. place. But, I mean, I feel like it, it, there's so much parity in the division. I mean, mm-hmm. the standings could be yeah. any kind those, uh, those divisional games are going to be fun to watch. I hope one yeah. of them, like, I'm hoping, like, a Rams-Niners game or something. Or, like, Rams-Cardinals is, like, a primetime game one of these weeks. Because that would be, like, just really fun to watch. So happy for my boy Stafford, man. Our boy. Uh, I can't wait to talk about him. Yeah. Uh, moving on here, we got the four o'clock slate. Uh, we had Browns Chiefs, a 33 29 win for the Chiefs. I mean, the Chiefs just flipped that switch, yeah. It's I like mean, what, what they start down like 12, they were, they were down they like 22 like, 10 at one point of Kyler of, of Pat Mahomes' career, and they were down like 10 or 12. Point. I forget what the number was, it was something stupid. I, I think it was like 22 10, maybe, yeah. But uh, yeah, I mean, you know. Just flip that switch, like, uh, just like you're playing like your dad in Madden, and then you you get up a couple points in the chair or something. That meme, yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, credit to the Chiefs, like they got the best offense in the league by far defensively. You know, I mean, when you're playing the Chiefs, it's not oh we're gonna you know try it's it's you have to outscore the Chiefs. Like, there's no other way around it. Um, or you just have to keep the ball. Yeah, out of there, which the Browns were a good fit for because they have yeah. that dominant running game. They always have the ability to have fresh legs in there because they have two mm-hmm. really, really good running backs. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, they, they held that game plan for a while. And then all as soon as that 75-yard bomb to Tyreek landed, I was like, yeah, the Chiefs are going to win yeah. this game. And I had Browns' money line, too. I was confident in it. I was happy with it. I felt smart about my pick <laughs> up until, like, the middle of the fourth quarter. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, Chiefs, Chiefs. Yeah. What a um... – yeah, I, don't, I think Browns are going to be a really good team, though. I wouldn't be surprised if we see this game again in the playoffs. I hope you do. I hope you do, yeah. Uh, next game here, we had Dolphins 17, Patriots 16. Uh, battle of the Alabama quarterbacks here. It was Mac versus Tua. And uh, Mac comes out on – or, sorry, Tua comes out on top. I just think this was a really poor poor game of football from both sides. But Yeah, not many notable plays on in this game. No. People are saying Mac looked like really good. I didn't even watch a second of the game. So yeah, I think this was uh, that game was definitely solid for both quarterbacks. Though what both fan bases got what they needed from their quarterbacks. Mac, um, I believe he had a good completion percentage. Yeah, right? I think he was. Re- yeah, like I think it was really good completion percentage. Like a lot of throws all over the field. Like it wasn't just like yeah. Like I think he completed eight passes in like each quadrant of the field. Yeah, that, those are the little things that you look for in, in like, a QB's yeah. first start. I mean, you're not looking for him to put up 45 points in week one. And, I mean, Tua just needs to win. So, yeah. he got what he needed. So, mm-hmm. I think mutually beneficial for both uh, franchises in the quarterback aspect. Of course, the Patriots want to win, but. Yeah. But uh, next game here, uh, we have Broncos 27, Giants 13. Uh, <sighs> you know, it's nice to be able to keep saying that the Jets still have the best quarterback in New York. Or, well, New Jersey. I'm not going to include Josh Allen in that uh, debate. I mean, I knew the Broncos had a slept-on defense, but, I mean, they're not that, as good as the Giants made them look. I mean, come no. on. It's just Daniel Jones is for sure not that guy. I mean, Saquon on a pitch count, understandable. That's part of your massive production on offense, but... I mean, Galladay barely got involved. I mean, the ball is just not really moving. Daniel Jones, see ya after this season. Yeah, if they if they get a top pick, Spencer Rattler or Sam Howell might be in a red, white, and blue. So, 
Yeah, that would be a disaster. That would go down as a disastrous pick. He was Daniel Jones was picked number six. Yeah, they I mean, I'm sure it up for him. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I'm sure. Just looking at the picks after him, it's it would be enough to make a Giants fan vomit. Like, does Daniel Jones get a second job in the NFL? Oh, absolutely. That's like a backup, probably, right? No, dude, Brandon Whedon's been bouncing around the NFL uh, for like ten years now. Josh Rosen got a job. <laughs> that's a good point. Uh, but yeah, not not much to be excited about if you're Giants fan. Broncos. I mean, the NFC West is, or AFC West. I mean, I don't think you're as good as the Chargers or the Chiefs, but I mean, you never know. I mean, Teddy played solid. Melvin. Yeah, Gordon another another division where there's no awful team. In it. Yeah. Oh, that's true. Wait, did all? Wow, all four AFC West teams won this weekend. Yeah, that's crazy. And all four NFC. Holy shit. That's crazy. <laughs> My bad. Anyway, um, next game here might have been the biggest news fest of the weekend. Saints 38, Packers 30. Uh, Jameis Winston, LASIK Jameis, is he? <laughs> uh, yeah, you know, he had like 150 yards, but they just kept getting the ball back in such great field position yeah. that he was just peppering touchdowns in there. Um, I will not yet sign them. the Jameis Winston apology form. Um, absolutely not. Not after one week and mm. five touchdowns, but he, he threw through for like 150 yards. Granted, he didn't really need to for most of the game, but mm-hmm. I'll chalk this up as a win for the Jameis supporters, but I'm definitely going to need to see more because he's had games like this before. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying Jameis Winston has never had a good football game where he's dominated a team like that, but I mean, it's, it's the consistency that's always been the problem for him. So let mm-hmm. me see him do it four weeks in a row before we start handing out apology forms here. Yeah. If I'm a Packers fan, would you be would you be worried if you're a Packers fan? Slightly because Aaron Rodgers looked like he did not give a single fuck about yeah. the game. And I mean seven touches for your star running back who you just paid. Um, there were a lot of game script casualties at the running back position this week. It was a rough week to be a running back. J Rob, Aaron Jones, D Swift. Zeke was used as like a Zeke. fullback. I yeah. Mean, Clyde, I'll say that one for Perch to make it happen. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, that's pretty much it. And then you have like Mark Ingram getting twenty-eight handoffs or something like that. So, yeah, that was ridiculous. But uh, yeah, big win for the Saints. Good start to their season. Yeah, um, I don't expect the Saints to be like a Super Bowl contender. I mean, if Jameis does, if the LASIK Jameis does prove to be the the to move the needle then maybe they will be but i don't see them as like a top contender in the nfl but they're definitely going to hang around with some good teams throughout the season and then uh then we got our next game sunday night game rams 34 bears 14 uh the stafford show has arrived oh you're talking about nfc offensive player of the week matt stafford yes sir I'm talking about best quarterback in the league, Matt Stafford. Woo-hoo. Our we boy. Here. Stafford Hive is here. I wake up every morning and look at a poster of Matthew Stafford <laughs> yes, on my sir. wall. But um, The yeah. friend of the pod. So I glad know. to see him thriving in Los Angeles. God, what was it? Like his first or second pass was that touchdown of Van Jefferson? <laughs> Absolute oh. bomb. Aired oh. it out. Love to see it. I, I want to see what Rams win the freaking Super Bowl, man. Yes, sir. I'm all in on it, man. I am all in on it. Uh, that team is just exciting. The uniforms pop. Jalen Ramsey's explosive. The way they the way they used him, he was everywhere. Mm-hmm. He was all over the place. I mean, I think Jalen Ramsey, after you know he loses his speed a little bit a few years down the line, he could transition to a Pro Bowl safety as well. Yeah. Okay. But uh. Yeah, I mean, Bears. Ah. Tough to... Uh... Yeah, this is, this is a game the Bears lose just because the Bears are like a mid-team. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I think at some point they'll free Justin Fields, which will uh, yeah, for sure help them a little bit. The Bears for the past few years have been like that. Beat bad teams, lose to good teams, so they end up at like 8-8 eight and eight every year. So. Yeah, but uh, it's a rough start to the season. I hate teams also using quarterbacks and like select packages. Like, yeah, it um, ruins the flow of the entire game. Like, going exactly. from like if reading a defense, I feel like I'm out of rhythm. Next time I go back, yeah. In, so you go from reading the defense, you're on the field, you know, you have a you have a view of everything, and then like you you transition to standing on the sideline. You're cold. You're not in the flow of the game, and then you 
you're thrown back out there, and it's just it's weird. But, I don't uh, think it's ever worked before. So, Rams Super Bowl. That's all that matters. So, yeah. And then our last game of the week here, we had the Monday night game, Raiders-Ravens. Uh, I like to call this the I went to bed at the in the middle of the third quarter and woke up confused in the morning game. Bro, I'm telling – I literally went out – I let my dog out after um, the fumble. Or no, the, the Derek Carr interception. I let my dog out, and I came back in, and they had somehow had the ball – or like they had scored already. Like the Ravens or the Raiders score. I'm like, what the fuck just happened? But yeah, really when I tell game. you that the first half offense for the Raiders was absolutely putrid to watch. Oh my god, it was literally just pray Darren Waller was open. In the Jersey Dynasty chat, we were talking about Derek Carr not even being able to be in the NFL anymore because he was making some horrible throws. And yeah. then I wake up, I wake up the next morning, and he's leading the league in passing yards and yeah. is one and zero. Now, second half, Derek Carr was that guy. So, yeah, man. But, uh, Lamar yeah. with some fumbles. I think the Ravens will be fine. Um, yeah. Just need to protect them a little bit better. Max Crosby was a demon. Yeah. And Max Crosby, uh, Carl Nassib, or Nassib, whatever his name Nassib. is. Nassib. Yeah. I mean, big play in overtime from him. But uh, Raiders, I mean, interesting. Like, I don't think targeting Darren Waller 19 times a game is going to work, but yeah, I mean, when I went to sleep, I legitimately thought, yeah, the Raiders are going to go like three and fourteen this year. Hey, you never know, though. Yeah, you, they, you knew they still might going to happen their first game in Vegas. Like, yeah, you can't bank on that offense offense to wake up when they did and still be in range to win every week. So, I mean, yeah. they still might be a dog shit team, yeah. but they showed us something. Mm-hmm. All right, but now we're going to be moving into a little little week two preview here. Uh, we got Giants football team on Thursday night. Here we the, the shitty Thursday night games are starting week two this year. I love it. Prime uh, time football team. Football team by a decent amount. Yeah. Um I think that that defense is gonna be bad news for Daniel Jones, especially because yeah. Uh, it's only week two. You know, they're not really in the flow of the season yet. And they're still – also, another big thing that we may be overlooking is that quarterbacks played all last season without crowd noise. Mm-hmm. So they were able to audible and make calls at the line that they had never been able to do before, and they had probably gotten used to that. So it may be a, a big adjustment. It may take a few weeks to – you know, mm-hmm. there may be a few bad false starts and stuff like that, miscommunications, just because these guys have not played with, with packed houses in, in over a year. Yeah. But, yeah, uh, football team by 30. Yeah, I think Gibby's going to have a field day. Uh, the Giants' defense isn't terrible, but they did let up that uh, Mel- Melgo yeah, touchdown. If, if Melgo had a big game, then I think Gibby's yeah. having a big game. Yeah, that's uh, uh, primetime Heineke is a different breed, man. Yeah, yeah they don't want to see primetime Heineke. That's all I'm saying. Uh, next up here we have Raiders-Steelers. Two 1-0 teams going at it. Um... See, this is how the fraud Steelers get to being like overrated every year. Because if they they're gonna play a, a cupcake team like the Raiders here, who I still think stink, um, and then they're gonna beat them by about twenty, and then they're gonna be like five and one, and then they're not actually that good of a football team. But I still think that they win. Yeah, next Steelers win. Hope it's just a close game though. Uh, next up, we have Niners Eagles. Uh, I mean, I, like this is interesting. Really good um, game. Yeah, but that that Niners, the Niners defense had a bad fourth quarter verse, but I, I think the Niners re- like regroup a little bit. Um, that is a good point about the bad fourth quarter because you know if you if you end the game playing bad football, you may go into the next week playing bad football, regardless of the result of the last game. So that is a good point. We may see a good game. I think the Niners edge it out though. I think the yeah, Niners edge it out. Then we got Texans Browns as our next game. Um, you know, one and no Texans, zero one Browns. I think Cleveland bounces back with a win here. I think Texans come back down to earth a little bit. Yeah, yeah. I think that offense is going to come back down to earth big. I don't think they're going to be putting up thirty-seven points on that Browns defense. Um, I think this is the week uh, that all the Mark Ingram people they plug him into the lineup because they think he's going to be a beast, and then he actually gets shut down. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I got the Browns. 
Uh, next up here, we got uh, Broncos-Jaguars. Oof. <laughs> wow. Some quality matchups. Um, um, yeah, I, I get the Broncos. Broncos. I just hope T-Law plays good, though. I think the Broncos will win a closer run. I think T-Law is going to come along more and more every single week and get more comfortable in the, in the system, which, I mean, Urban Meyer, there's already rumors that he's gone after the year. I think so. that's been turned down already. Uh, I, I mean, think I think he turned it down today. If, if the Jaguars go, like, one in, uh, like, 16, then maybe. But uh, Next up here, we got an NFC South game, Saints-Panthers. Hmm. Should be a should be an interesting game. Should be interesting to see how Panthers do after a Week One win versus Jets. Uh, if Sam Darnold, as long as Sam Darnold doesn't turn the ball over, I think they have a good shot in this game. That Saints defense looked really, really good yeah. last week. Maybe a tough. I mean, Darnold may see some ghosts out there. Yeah. Um. <laughs> I'm I'm gonna go Saints win, but I I think it could be a close game. You know what, I'm actually going to pick the Panthers just because I, I don't know if Jameis can put together two good games in a row like that. We got to gotta see, I guess. Uh, now we have Rams, Colts. Rams by a million. <laughs> I was going to say, this is probably going to hurt you to like have to talk about. but A million. <laughs> They're uh, going to smoke the Colts. I'm, I'm also in on the Rams here. But, uh, Quentin Nelson missing practices. Darius Leonard missing practices. Um Another one of our linemen missing practices. Yeah. I feel like last year you said something like this, where you said the Colts are going to lose by a bunch, and then they end up winning. So. Hey, I wouldn't be mad at it, but I genuinely think that this is going to be an ugly, ugly game. Yeah. Then we have uh, Bills-Dolphins. I, this, I, this is going to be a really good game. I mean, I'm, I'm going to expect the Bills to bounce back. But if the Dolphins win, I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, remember last year when the Dolphins just needed to beat the Bills week 17 to make the playoffs, oh, and then God. the Bills beat them by, like, 40 with Matt Barkley playing half the game? Uh, good times. Um, yeah, I do think the Bills do bounce back, though. Then we have uh, Patriots-Jets here. Uh, I have to say the Patriots will probably win. I, I'm worried for Zach Wilson's safety. It's going to be a solid matchup. Should be a good game. Uh, Jets offensive line, you probably could have put me out there, and I might have given up less less sacks than whoever was playing right tackle. What's Becton's deal? Not out for the year, right? Becton, yeah, he's like four to six weeks, I think. So ah, okay, yeah. Now Zach Wilson may die before then. So yeah, our bye week is week six, I think, though. So that's the only saving grace is that if we can get him back potentially after our bye week, that would be good. Yeah, that's what you need, especially with with your rookie guy. You don't want another Burrow situation to happen. But it uh, should be fun to watch the two uh, rookie quarterbacks go at it. So Yeah, you know, I'm actually going to pick your Jets. It, it is the Jets' home. I mean, Jets' home opener being Patriots-Jets, like, the place is going to be fucking rocking. So. I think it's time to make that rivalry a rivalry again, not just yeah. like a, a, not just a, a nail and hammer type situation. Every year and, hey. hey, maybe we get one fluke uh, back of the end zone, Eric Decker touchdown overtime. <laughs> uh, I remember next. that. Something deferred in overtime. Yeah. Next up here, we have uh, Bengals-Bears. I I like the Bengals, man. I I really do like the Bengals. See, since the Bears beat bad teams and lose to good teams, I'm not sure if the Bengals are a good team or a bad team yet. All right, we'll have to see. I'm going to go. I think that the Bears defense is going to give the Bengals a a little bit more problems. And I'm going to go with the Bears. I think Allen Robinson is going to have a field day. But yeah. I'm still going to say uh, Bengals for my agenda. I like the parody. I like the parody in our picks. Uh, then we have Falcons-Buccaneers. Uh, this might be one of the easiest games I'll ever call in my life, and I might regret saying that, but I'm taking the, the Buccaneers. I'm, I'm going to take the Bucks money line, but if we were doing spread, I would take the Falcons to cover just because it makes no fucking sense, so it's in line with the Falcons' strategy. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I think the Falcons are going to struggle again on offense, and I think I mean, who knows? Maybe this Tom Brady has another game, another good game back to back. I don't even know what I'll say about it at this point. But Tom Brady back to back good games? Oh no! I'll be shaking. Uh, then we have Vikings Cardinals. Uh, gonna take the Cardinals here because I, I do have two of their guys in fantasy. So uh, yeah, I'm also gonna take that. the Cardinals. 
Uh, Viking, I mean, like, I don't think they're bad. I don't think they're good. Like, they're, they're just boring. I mean, Justin you. Justin Jefferson's the only real, like, guy. I mean, Dalvin Cook's really good, but it's not, like... Yeah, they just play boring football. Nothing exciting about the Vikings. Can't take them. Kirk Cousins is, a is like, a, a statue back in the pocket. I mean, it's just, like... <laughs> It's not like a visually appealing team to watch, but mm-hmm. yeah. uh, then we have Titans Seahawks potentially could be a really good game. Yeah, what is this in the four o'clock window? Yeah, we're in that four o'clock window now. Yeah, it's gonna be a solid game. Um, I would like the Titans to lose just so after the Colts get smoked, they're still they're both zero and two. Um, so yeah, I'm gonna pick the Titans to lose. Uh, also gonna pick the Seahawks. Uh, no real reasoning behind it. I just the Titans gotta show me something this week. We're we're in the let Russ cook period of the season, so like yeah. the first like seven weeks, you know, he's gonna be really good, and then he's he's yeah, gonna kind of like fall off. Eight or nine comes around, he's cooked. So and be like, oh, why hasn't Russell Wilson ever gotten an MVP vote before? And then at, at the end of the season, we're like, oh, that's why. And then we have what I'm assuming is game of the week here, or at least like gonna be the Fox primetime game. Uh, Cowboys Chargers. It's mm. a real, really interesting game here. Yummy game. I could see this being a really high scoring game. Yeah, this this could be like a like a forty to thirty seven type affair. Mm-hmm. Um, gonna take I, the Cowboys. I'm gonna take the Chargers. All right, I like it. Just because I could see the I could see the Monday morning panic in my head after the the Cowboys start off oh, on two. Baylog, Monday morning. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then Skip Bayless with the, the is Dak the answer type things. Yeah, I think that that could be the type of thing that happens at the start of the year. So yeah. I'm gonna pick the Chargers. Then we have a uh, we have Chiefs Ravens as the Sunday night game. Ooh wee! It's the big one this weekend. I expect the Chiefs to win by three touchdowns. Hmm. Wow. My bold my bold take of the week: Chiefs by three touchdowns. If the if the Chiefs start off like they did last game against the Browns. I think the Ravens could hang on. Yeah, but it's a Ravens home game too. So, yeah, you know what? I'm gonna pick the Ravens. Yeah, I'm I'm taking the Chiefs by by three touchdowns. Three gonna, touchdowns. I'm gonna live by that statement. I just feel like you know if the Chiefs they they have a tendency to start slow. Um, they got lucky last week because they just had enough time to make it happen at the end. But mm-hmm. the Ravens are another team that can run the ball, run the clock out, keep the ball out of Mahomes' hands. They also have a solid defense. I think this could be maybe the Chiefs run out of luck or run out of time or something like that this week. Mm-hmm. Ravens Stadium is going to be rocking. Yeah. I'm going to pick the Ravens. And then we got our, our Monday night game, Lions-Packers. Uh, I, very low chance I'm tuning into this one. I won't. Uh, if the Lions had Stafford, I'm sitting like Stafford primetime. Oh, shit, I'd be fucking sick. But uh, The NFL was just like, yeah, we got to give every team at least one primetime game. Let's just give the Lions theirs at the beginning, get it over with. Uh, but Packers, they definitely need a bounce back, so I think uh, I think they will do just that. Could this be the Jamal Williams revenge game? Oh, God. Is he going to rush for 200 yards and three tutties <laughs> on him? Maybe. Hey, you never know. Um, I, I would say most likely he will not. So <laughs> I'm gonna pick the Packers. Uh, I think maybe I think this is gonna be a pissed off team coming into this week. And when a pissed off team plays a bad team, it usually ends up in a like 30 point blowout. But hope it doesn't. So it's in, interesting to watch. But yeah, I'm gonna pick the Packers comfortably. All right. So that that covers our week two slate here. Gonna hop in with some Jersey Dynasty talk here. I know this is much anticipated. Uh, so for, first week on Sleeper, let me hear your thoughts on it. First official week. Um, while the game, like you know how Yahoo, you can kind of see most of your lineup all in like one frame. You don't have to scroll. Yeah. That's kind of like my only complaint. Like it's kind of bulky and annoying. Like you have to go really far down almost yeah, to like see felt, a lot of your team. Felt a little slow with the updating too. Yeah, very, very slow to update the scores. I do like the touch that it shows you where the like your player's team is yeah. on the field and things I like, really that. like that. Yeah. That's cool. Um the like showing the big play, like whenever your players yeah. actually like do something, that's cool. Or like getting the, like I have it so it sends me the notifications for it. Oh, that's cool. Um yeah, the weekly report is cool. I like that. Yeah, we can talk about that in a second here. Um, but yeah, it, it has its drawbacks. It has its 
has its uh, pros, but it's it's nothing like groundbreaking or like make me not want to use it at all. It's okay. Yeah. But uh, so now we can quickly talk about our matchups from this past week. We had the Beats taking down the Step Bros. Very happy about that. Uh, Beats. We could have had a two hundred point lineup. It, it could have been something. Really. Uh, we could have had a, a uh, no joke. I think it's a two hundred twenty point lineup. Jesus Christ! Yeah, you guys are gonna be left, a uh, Jamal menace. Jamal and Debo on the bench. So uh, yeah. then we had yeah. Josie. You know, a lot of talk this offseason was about Josie's uh, team and like potentially getting worse. Uh, he comes away with a dub versus Schoolboys. Third time yeah. scored too this week, Josie. So yeah, congrats uh, to Josie. Hopefully, uh, I mean. While I think the Jameis for Allen trade was very dumb, I mean, if it works out for him, good for him. Hey, uh, speak, speaking of Joe C, he wants on an episode, so we might have to. Uh, have have we, we ever had him on? No, we might have to try and sneak him on next week, hopefully. So. Yeah, yeah, we got to get him on. Uh, next up here, we had uh, Top Guns taking the dub over you. Uh, yeah, down week for the team. Um, Evans, not what Evans, we needed out of the boy. And I think all these guys have the potential to bounce back really well next week. So I'm not I'm not too worried. Um, I was never going to be a team that was going to go undefeated anyway. So we had a uh, the funky slash horny hippos dunking on Bader's team, Omar and Associates, a sixty point win. Yeah, the newly named Omar and Associates. Yeah, a lot of uh, controversy about that one, but. Name has changed once again since our last pod. Yeah. And then we had uh, the one-liners taking the win over the Salty Dogs. So uh, then we have the week one report here. I thought this was sick. When I got the notification for it, I'm like, oh, yeah. what's this? Yeah, it was cool. Started... So uh, best manager, not going to say it. Fuck that guy. Uh, worst manager, Jack Golden of the Dynamics. <laughs> <laughs> we put up 100. I like how it's... It's squarely on Jack, not you. <laughs> yep, that's the best part. Uh, because we left. Oh, our best possible lineup was 211 points, and we only scored 164. Damn, you guys are uh, shit. Yeah, man, we fucked up, I guess. Uh, next up, we had biggest blowout being the Funky Hippos over Bader's team. Uh, then we have narrow victory as Josie over Molly. Uh, the highest score being the Funky Hippos, lowest score being the Salty Dogs. Uh, then overachiever was Joe C. He overachieved his projection by twenty points or twenty percent. Oh, so. good work out of him. And then, well, well not, I mean, good work out of his players. But we had the Salty Dogs underperform by forty percent of their projection. <laughs> yeah, he only put up like seventy-eight, right? I think he had Gasicki and Ayuk with donuts in his lineup. So yeah, that's unfortunate. Then uh. So quarterback of the week was Kyler Murray with 33.5 points, representing the Beats boys. Uh, running back of the week was Christian McCaffrey with 27.7. Jeez, guys, no running back of the week with no touchdown. No <laughs> touchdowns and a 28-point performance. Uh, Moley with the best wide receiver play, a 38.9 from Amari Cooper. Betty doesn't mind the Cooper trade now. Yeah. Uh, Darren Waller being the best tight end from the Beats with 26.5. Moley with the best kicker, a 14-point Robbie Gold performance. And the Beats with the best defense, a 10-point Niners performance. Wow, they still had – oh, yeah, they had a pick six. That's yeah. crazy. I had 10 points, and they gave up 33 points. Yeah. Uh, then we have quarterback bench warmer of the week. This one's going to you with Jalen Hurts, a 28-point performance. Ballers uh, are on the board, baby. We got the Beats with the bench warmer running back in Jamal Williams and bench warmer wide receiver with Debo Samuel. Uh, Mully with the tight end bench warmer of the week with Gronk, who had 29 points. What the fuck? Yeah, Holy two tuds. And then the Steelers were the bench defense of the week with 14 points. Yeah, I can't wait for Jalen Hurts to become my starting quarterback after, you know, the rust decline starts yeah, after, like, week seven. Perfectly. Yeah, and then I have the Rager double rainbow with him. It, oh, it's all it's all mapped out. Yep. I, I'll win. It's like Josie and his, uh, like, dimension-changing plan. There is dimension-changing, yeah. whatever it is. Paradigm uh, shift in the NFL yeah. or whatever. And then we have, looking at week two's matchups, we got a good slate here. We got Beats versus Omar and Associates. That should be a good game. 
Uh, we got Moly versus the Salty Dogs. Two 0-1 teams going at it. We have the Hippos versus the Top Guns. I mean, that's a two like these matchups. They are we got some big ones here. Yeah. Uh, then we got one liners versus Triple B. Yes, sir. And then we have the Step Bros versus Josie's party or Josie and Piero's party animals. And the projection is currently separated by point three three. Jeez. In favor of Josie's team, so gonna be a nail biter should be a should be a fun week of fantasy football yeah my, my goal for my team this year is basically to model myself after the chicago bears so i just need to beat the bad teams and i'm fine with losing to the good teams and hopefully that'll uh that'll squeak me into the playoffs like the bears usually do so this week right. uh, as i'm playing a bad team in the one-liners i hope to get a win one-liners already one for one on missing their projections this season so <laughs> did they not hit theirs once last year I think last year they missed it every game. Yeah, that's why they, that's why we made the playoffs because the, the tiebreaker in this league's points four for whatever reason. So, yeah, that's crazy. But uh, all right, anything else you want to add about a uh, week one, week two? Um, just uh, one liners. It's gonna be a rough week for you. Might want to buckle in. Oh man, that's a that's a big statement here. I'm pretty sure the one liners don't listen to the podcast. So if we not a chance. Hang out with them, I could say cool. anything. I can say anything I want yeah. to, and then I can have no chance they're listening. And, be- and before we have the K episode, and he pulls out that clip after you lose by like K points. might listen. K might actually yeah. listen. Tom, no chance. But all right, uh, I got nothing else to add. So thank you guys for tuning in this week. Uh, you know, follow all the socials at Jersey Dynasty nineteen on Twitter and at Jersey Dynasty podcast on Instagram. Yes, sir. But uh, thank you guys for tuning in. If you have any questions or comments, anything you want us to talk about, I don't text them to us, I guess. I don't know. Text us. I think you can leave a us, comment on Anchor on or something. Instagram, Remember when Tristan, Tristan left us a voice message? Oh, leave us somebody, please. leave. We need our one voice message of the year. Someone's got to do it for us. Please, we're long overdue for a voice message. We're, we're, <laughs> we're, we're, he was talking about Freddie Gibbs' top five three. or something. What's up? He's talking about, like, Freddie Gibbs' top five rapper or something. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm going to have to put this in the episode just as a reminder. Oh, that was hilarious. Yeah, we need more of that. Definitely submit yeah, some voice voice comments. Send us voice messages with the most outlandish takes you can think of to give us something to react to. Or your big your, uh, voice message of pure Persh hate. We will yeah. accept that as well. Yeah, we accept that as well. But, um, all right. So, thank you guys for tuning in. And we'll catch you guys next week.